Hey guys, welcome to That Game Show, the show that talks about all the stuff in the nerd world and all the stuff in between. I am your host, Chase Bunker, alongside one name to rule them all. It's Murph Murphy. How's it going, guys? And he's player three this week. It's Daniel Clegg. Hello, friends. We are back again. We missed last week because, you know, St. Patrick's Day and... We had parties to go to, man. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm, I know. There's stuff to do. Yeah. Did you guys do anything special, actually, for St. Patrick's? Um, I did. Just uh, My wife and I went to a friend's house, and we had a nice uh, home-cooked meal and played a bunch of board games. It was good. So that, oh, wow. that doesn't sound like that a lot of drinking. Really cool. Well, there was a little drinking, right. but it was mostly board games. Nice. Um, we went to Chili's. Oh, I love Chili's. I, I think <laughs> I love it even more just because the fact that it's two-for-one margaritas, and it makes it even better. No, no, we we didn't we didn't drink anything there. We just yeah just had some nice traditional Irish queso. Nice. Uh, <laughs> is there really such thing as Irish, Irish queso? queso? Yeah. Or is that just cheese no. sauce that you put vodka into? <sighs> yes, that. That would be Russian queso. <laughs> they just put beer into. Right. Yeah. Or you put whiskey, whiskey into. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, just just meat. Irish meat. <laughs> yes, Chase. There you go. Could be cows. Yeah. Could be Irish cows. Potatoes. You put potatoes into your queso. That, that makes sense, actually. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do like an Irish cow, but I was like, no, because it's, it's gonna come off as Scottish, and I'm gonna just look like the like, the offensive a hole on the show. I <clears throat> I usually have like a St. Patrick's Day outfit that I was really like excited to wear for the show and show it off to everybody. Like I have like this nice St. Patrick's Day hat, but instead I have my Boise State hat on instead. And I have, like, a uh, shamrock tie and everything. And so I was excited. Like, I went over to my girlfriend's, and I bought a six-pack of Guinness and a six-pack of cider. And I made black velvets. Dude, they're amazing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, cool. I got I got enough brawny with, you know, the Guinness. But I got a little sissy and got some cider with it. So it goes with it. Well, Nothing wrong, well, man. That's good. Does she appreciate it? Yeah, she appreciates it. Awesome. Yes. And so, like, um, I don't know. I feel like what while I was drinking it, I thought, like, an idea of, like, a character I wanted to make called, like, the effeminate, like, masculine man and just be something like, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I benched 225 and it did, like, 50 reps or something. Oh, my gosh, your hair looks awesome. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if that works. I, never mind. It, it could. It could. You Have you been to a gym? To another guy, you know? Hmm? You have to be saying that to another guy. Yeah, we works out with yeah. regularly or something. Like, isn't the the stereotype that gay guys work out at the gym? Well, like, that's... yeah, but I mean, it's like, I don't. Yeah, I'm I don't, not gonna get into the like the whole like that's that's a whole look, different topic for a whole different show on a whole I'm different saying, day. I'm just that's saying, for that gay show. Uh, Working title. So, all right. Um, since it's been a few weeks, actually, it's been a while since I actually talked to you guys. Um, what have you guys been playing recently? Or if you want to go first. Oh man, I've got I've got an amazing game. All right, picture this: you want to play a JRPG. No. You don't have sixty hours. Imagine okay. you did. Okay. Imagine you did. You don't have sixty hours, but you do have a phone that spends most of your time idle while you work. Imagine there was a JRPG that played itself for you. I'm in this situation. I'm intrigued. Okay. Uh-huh. It's it's called Dreeps, and here I'll actually hold it up, because 
no. There's a lot of glare uh, on There's a lot of glare on What about now? Okay. Dreeps, D-R-E-E-P-S. That's it. So it's okay. so here, here me, it's me and the little boy and my little octopus kind of thing, and we're walking through the landscape. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he, he sometimes he fights stuff, uh-huh. and if, when he runs out of hit points, he goes to sleep, and he doesn't wake up until I set an alarm on my phone, which actually wakes me up, like in the morning. So At I've been which playing. Point he will for... begin playing himself again. Exactly. Okay, so your entire input into this game is to wake up in the morning? Yeah. It's great. It's the most satisfying JRPG that I've ever played. <laughs> so it's kind of like a movie in that you just watch it, but not really? You, yeah. Like, you just check on it every once in a while? Yeah, you, you check on it every once in a while. You can Occasionally you, you like you run into other NPCs and they, they kind of like they, – they talk in the sim kind of sibilish, similish uh-huh. kind of thing. Like, right. And that's it. Like, like do, you, uh, do, you, do you have to feed your hero? Do you have no. to? It's not like one of those Digimon feed your pet things where you got to give periodic input. Nope. This is really I mean, weird. The periodic input is you have to set the alarm because when you set the alarm, he goes to sleep, and that's it. Okay. On the one hand, I feel like this is a really low barrier to entry. Can you wake up in the morning? Okay, then you can play this game. Great. Right. So, so mm-hmm. that's nice. Um, well, but, I mean, technically, you don't have to wake up. You just have to set the alarm. So you're, you're right. It's really low barrier to entry. Yeah. anyone can do <laughs> Good. this. Be dead and play this game. Oh my gosh! Well, like, no, because you have, he'll run out of hit points eventually, and if you're dead, no one sets the alarm. That is true. Well, you can just have a recurring alarm. You know, right? Like it, it, yeah. it goes off every Monday through Friday at seven a.m. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you do you watch him fight things? Like yeah, what? you can't. Um, I'll have to like I can't trigger a fight, but I'll keep a, like a half an eye out and see if I can. I'm gonna download this just because this is, sounds ridiculous. It is three dollars on iOS. I have to you play, paid three dollars for a game I'm not going to hold play. On. Hold on, it's it's beautiful. It there's kind of this weird bespoke story that's going on. Like as I kind of check in at random points during the day. There's like there's definitely like something has happened and there's tiny little clues kind of just littered throughout. So I'm I'm kind of digging that. Does it does uh, it like the, summarize what happened while you were gone? No, not really. Like, like important events ha- like there are, there's boss battles. Like I'm going to I'm going to probably fight a boss around I think 10 o'clock tonight <laughs> according to the map. I'm just, I'm surprised that it has such a visual aspect to it if you're not looking at it all the time. You know, this could almost be a text-based game where you just are told what happened while you weren't watching. So initially, I think the the progenitor of this was uh, something called Progress Quest, uh, which was back in my college days and probably before that, which was this just te- text-based okay. and uh, I think a scroll bar across the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think modern equivalents kind of have been like a cookie clicker, except you kind of have to. I think. I believe someone figured out that you only had to cl- click 15 times in Cookie Clicker before the things could be just essentially run themselves. But, a, this was, this is really weird. Yeah, like it's it. I don't like. It's not the best gameplay, but I. It's it's something like oh yeah, whenever I go out for like a bathroom break and I have my phone, I'm like hey, let me let me check out my little robot dude. It's called it's it's called Dreep's Alarm Playing Game. That's in yep. the title. <laughs> wow. Okay, and this is out for iOS, and you have an Android, right? You well, yeah. There's no Android. Sorry. So oh, okay. You are an Android in the game. Oh, no, I, th- I thought I'm like, what's your phone uh, OS? No, no, no. So, yeah, sorry. I just no, thought of a cheesy name it. for it. 
it's an alarm PG. <laughs> ah, Here we go. Ah. Oh, I'm fighting someone. Oh, he's fighting uh, someone. Oh. Oh, I just won. Da, da, I, won. Da, da, da. I don't want to get contact ID. Oh, I'm, and we're walking I'm, again. I'm, yeah, I'm buying yeah, this. Well, this is weird. Oh my god. I'm gonna buy this just just for the weirdness of this. You've converted me, Murph. You've yeah, convinced me. Or you could like, just I get best fiends that I got my girlfriend into, and like she's played it nonstop to the fact where she's beating me now. I've had the game for four months. She's had it for maybe three weeks, and she's already See, ahead of me. This? See, Chase, that's the problem. My my schedule is pretty tight. I don't have time to insert additional games into my into my. Uh, schedule other than the really big ones that I'm going to dish out a lot of time for. This game could beat itself <laughs> for me. That sounds kind of appealing, actually. Yeah. But, like, what's what's your Dreeps level? I'm level 18. You're level 18 in Dreeps. All I'm right, I'll, I'll get back yeah. to you next week, Murph. We'll compare notes. <laughs> I mean, I have a feeling you're still going to be 18 levels ahead of me since... Yeah, I'm you know, pretty good at Dreeps. We'll be progressing at the same pace. <laughs> You guys pay three dollars right. for a game that you're literally not even gonna play. Hey Chase, if you haven't tried it, you can't say anything, okay? Mm-hmm. I feel like I can make a whole bunch of like inappropriate jokes, but for the sake of this, I'm not going to make it this time. Mm-hmm. I'm censoring myself. So, so joking aside, I found that I have also found the next Flappy Bird. What is it? Oh boy, it's called Pancake. Okay. And you, you, uh, let's. See, I don't think this is gonna work as well. Uh, there we go. So okay. you, you, you're an arm. There's a pancake, uh, and you flip it. And you, okay, right. And you try and flip. Oh, I got five. And that's it. So yeah, for it audio is. only listeners, you tap the screen and it flips the uh, pancake up in the air, and you have mm-hmm. to just keep it flipping as often as you can without losing it in the pan, basically. Do, basically, oh, yeah. interesting. And it's it, it resets quick, and it's free on iOS. All right. That seems to act, that actually does seem like the next Flappy Bird, unfortunately. Yeah, and and now in more it's kind of semi serious note, I've been playing some Far Cry Four. It's fine. I'm it. I'm not really intrigued by the story, and the cutscenes are not skippable. Oh, so that's it, always bad. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it, the reviews for that have been it's um, everything Far Cry Three was, but doesn't necessarily innovate very much on top of it. Like. It's a perfectly good Far Cry game. If you want right. to hunt stuff and shoot dudes and sneak up on things, this mm-hmm. is the game for you. Right. Nice. If you want deep, involved story, get Dreeps. <laughs> <laughs> like, what have you been playing, Chase? I have. If I, I've been doing a few. I've been dabbling a few. I finished Jamestown the other day. Oh. Which was I've never done a bullet hell ever, and I think it was a good intro into bullet hells and. Uh, my gosh, like the aneurysms I got in that game. Which if you <laughs> if you never like don't know what a bullet hell is, bullet hell is pretty much like picture you're just like this little plane and then you turn on the shower. Like like take your finger and like turn on the shower and then just try to not touch the water. That's essentially <laughs> what it is. Mm-hmm. It, and so I believe yeah. It, it's it's the difficult. Term is shmup, I think. Shmup. Oh, shoot him up. I, I don't know. It stands for something else as well. I don't know. I'm anyway, like, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Like it's very cheap. Like it was on sale the other day. Um, actually, no, it wasn't on sale. I was thinking of a different game. But um, I played that, and it was a lot of fun. They have a full, uh, farce mode, which they have like a story, but then like a joking side to it. So I want to try that out. But it's a game that like it makes you complete it. 
So it's like, okay, I, you can't do all three levels on normal and then, you know, have to beat the game on that. No, you have to now beat three levels on mo uh, normal and then to get to the fourth one, you have to beat all of them on hard. And then you have to, and so on. And so it's a lot of fun. It makes you complete it a lot more, so it's great for our completionists and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, overall, I thought it was, like, beautiful and I thought it was, like, the enemies are really unique, and the story is actually not that bad, considering it's like five levels of a game. And it, what is it? It's like, uh, it's like the story of the founding of North um, of the America North American colonies on Mars. Yeah, or something weird. Something weird <laughs> like that. Like the story of like Roanoke and stuff, and um, all that. I believe. Spoiler: that They all disappear, and we never find them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Except they're on Mars. Dun dun That's dun. Uh, I also been playing a lot of. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, over yeah, Overkill just released. They had like this huge like hype train event where if you like bought their new DLCs, um, it would go towards like quote hype fuel and it like whenever you reach like a certain destination, this will be unlocked and it all be for free. And so they had this massive experience bonus. So I've been trying to go through that. They, they increased their infamy system where you know you go to a hundred. You can reset and you just keep leveling up again, but you get like increased experience, blah, 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 like every other, you know, multiplayer shooter is doing that. But it's the fact that they've been releasing, they released two new levels at two different times. They're both very unique and very cool. Um, a buttload of weapon mods. Um, they just released like a whole bunch of like stuff in like one week and it was really cool. And granted, they've all been probably working on it for, you know, extended periods of time. But mm -hmm. do you think. It's a reaction for, to uh, Hardline. Uh, I know that they did um, they did some stuff with uh, Donation with Hardline, where Jacket is actually a playable character in Payday 2. Where if you get like the deluxe special edition of Hotline Miami 2, you get to play as Jacket, and it's really cool because you know Jacket doesn't talk, so he communicates through tapes. And so whenever you hear a guard, you hear security guard, guard over here. <laughs> And so oh, that's all, like, like really cool. Thing. Yeah. That's funny. Hmm. And they released another uh, a Scottish woman named Bonnie. Um, they, they just released, like, so much crap in such, like, uh, not crap, but actually it's really good. Um, they released so much stuff in, like, such a small period of time. And, you know, I want to give them props on that because they released DLC early. They released, like, all this, and they just, you know, they, like, they put forth the effort. And it's, so it's really good to see a small company do, like, all that stuff for us. I, I like it when companies do um, community-driven uh, hype and content, like um, Warframe. Whatever company made Warframe did similar things where people played the game enough. I guess in, in your case, is people purchase enough stuff. But in Warframe's case, if you played the game enough and killed enough bad guys in this area and did, as, did these missions, you would unlock some kind of special server-wide event that everyone could take yeah. part in for free. You know, so it's rewarding gameplay and enjoying the game with more game yeah. for free. So that's nice yeah. if you get the community involved in unlocking these additional features. Yeah, I definitely want to get back into yep. Warframe. I haven't done that in a while. We used to get so it's big. A good in that. Game. It was. Mm -hmm. I mean, it probably still is. But what were you saying? That reminds Mark? me of back when in WoW, back in old timer like me, when the gates of and you open up, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right. And you had to get all that cloth and silk and and work together linen. as a group, yeah. as a community to to unlock the next big thing. Yeah, that's yeah. that. It, it's a it's a fun mechanic to increase um, interest. Yeah. Um, by the way, Murph, did you beat Transistor mm. yet? 
No, I'm bad. I'm a bad person. I was excited because like I I talked with Greg Kasavin and like I I beat Transistor and by the way watch the Kasavin interview it's really cool. Um, okay. And I just thought like if Murph I need Murph to talk about it and like play it and beat it so I can actually talk with him more about it because literally like everything else I say is a spoiler. <laughs> okay, I well, you got in no between Bloodborne. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I know Bloodborne's out. Bloodborne's out now. You've lost him for a month I've, at least. At least a month. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> this this game is going to be hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Watch Murphy in a week. Like you're just going to dedicate. Like I'm. I know. Like we every week we always talk a little backstage stuff. We always talk like, hey, let's set up this time. Murph was pissed that we had to do a show because like, I want to play Bloodborne. It's like we have a show every Tuesday. It's like, but Bloodborne. <laughs> but it comes out today. You yeah. could be bloodboarding right now. Yeah, you could be bloodboarding right now. I got very yeah. lucky. Uh, this is somewhat related. On Saturday, um, my girlfriend's like, "Hey, let's go to the beach." And I'm like, ah, "That's when the new payday level comes out, and I want to beat it." And he's like, "I do. I want to be, you know, the good one and be like, yeah, let's go to the beach." Or do I want to be the bad one and be like, no video games? And so I said, yay, let's go to the beach. And then it ended up getting canceled. It's like, yes, I can do the level. And then she's like, let's just go swimming in a pool. It's like, uh, gotta be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I know it sucks. I'm not used to that, you know, you know, relationship thing. Prioritizing the ladies. Look, my my wife got to do this with Dragon Age Inquisition and I get to do it with Bloodborne. Yeah. This is how this is the basis of our relationship. Oh, there you go. See? Compromise. Yeah. Well, the thing with me now is, like, I'm trying to get her into video games. Like, she... The only thing that she played, I think, was a little bit like Super Smash Brothers, And that was it. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, what do we do? And so, like, I'm trying Peggle because I feel like it's very simple. And it's like, hey, we can kind of do this together. But it's like, mm. PC, I have nothing. That and Nidhogg. And Nidhogg's like a pain in the butt to do two-player local. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of like all the stuff that we talked about in the previous conversation, like a few episodes ago. It's like, what's good couple co-op? I just play with... I don't know. It's weird. It is. I, it's hard getting... Yeah, it's... Get a Wii U. You know, yeah. All the couch co-op games you'll That's want. That's true. I could just get a Wii U. Kind of kind of is. Kind of is a system for that. Yeah. I mean, we do board games. We did Jenga. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, we tried. Uh-huh. All right. Anyways, let's actually get to some news, because stuff happened, I think. Uh, Nintendo came out and they said, hey, we're actually going to make mobile games that aren't for the 3DS slash 2DS. And they're not hmm. only going to be mobile games, they're going to be, quote, free to start. Not free to play, free to start, because, I don't know, they just said, hey, we yeah, want to do free really. to start. I'm not sure that was confirmed that all of their games would be well, not, exclusively uh, freemium. Not all, not freemium, but like, uh, why did they use that term? That's so much easier. And catchy. <laughs> but they said they're going to be free to start, and if you like it, you can buy it and pay for the rest of it. It's essentially free to play, but it's not free to play. And if that didn't make your head hurt like it did mine, you might understand <laughs> this concept a little bit more. But I think most importantly, guys, what do you think of Nintendo actually branching out and making mobile games. We'll start <laughs> off with Bless You, Clegg, but we'll go to Murph. Thank you. Oh, so I'm excited. I like this. Nintendo Nintendo can really take unusual hardware and do good, interesting things with it, and I think that the phone 
is probably one of the more interesting things or pieces of like gaming hardware out there in terms of there's an accelerometer, there's a phone, there's temperature games, there's GPS, there's front facing phone, backward. There's a lot of like sensors and stuff packed into this. Ah. I'm just going to throw it around. Um, so I think Nintendo is going to be able to, if, if they actually put their creative minds to it, I think this is going to be a really good thing for just Nintendo and games in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like this is um, a, a, the first, I guess, major step to bringing Nintendo into the 21st century. They <laughs> they are so far behind when it comes to digital distribution and their eShop with their UI, with their networking uh, platform. You know that they have no no real working friends list, no real working uh, online multiplayer in the same way that you have Xbox Live or the PlayStation Network or Steam. You know all these major gaming platforms. Nintendo doesn't have an equivalent where you can log on to on any of your Nintendo devices with a unified Nintendo ID and play games. You know cross platform or have some kind of overall identity as a Nintendo user and. Um, the the company they're partnering with, DNA, to both make these mobile games you're talking about um, and create this network. That's what DNA does. They they uh, they have a in, in Japan, I think it is, or China. I think it's in Japan. They specialize in making these sorts of networks. So they're partnering with Nintendo to sort of bring them up to speed because Nintendo has not been good at this the past ten years. You know, they're so far behind. Yeah. I would say, and I, I, I unfortunately, I think this is kind of more because Nintendo is very much a Japanese company, and mm-hmm. quite frankly, not to stereotype, but they they play stuff differently over there. Like the big reason why the Kinect failed in Japan, or even Xbox did, is because people just have smaller living spaces right there. They kind of want like there's not a whatever how how big is it like a ten by ten area necessarily where you can set up your Kinect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, like that. people like people really they live in sort of denser cities. So the like the street pass works because you're constantly just passing people who uh, who have a DS like here, like maybe like if once a month you might pass someone just on by weird coincidence. But right, right, right. right. Yeah. But I, I feel like this sort of abrupt change they're making isn't targeted necessarily at their Japanese market because they have a very strong uh, – I won't say hold because Sony is there as well. They have a very strong representation locally. It's their international market that is just not not good compared to the Xbox and the PlayStation uh, network. So they need to begin to alter their path to be more – what's the word I'm looking for? To be more desirable to the – Americas and the European markets, and that means that that means altering to the things that we're used to seeing, like a unified identity. You know, you have your Xbox identity, you have your PlayStation identity. There's no real Nintendo equivalent. I think another thing is that you see Nintendo has pretty much dominated the mobile gaming market for years, and for I might as well say decades. And with their Game Boy, with, with Game their Boy DS line. Um, Game Boy Advance, and then of course the 3DS is just dominating, you know, on all platforms. Mm-hmm. And the Vita isn't, it isn't what we expected it to be. And it's now, yeah. now seeing them not only 
take over that market, but now they're just like they're moving over to like the mobile market, like the actual cell phones itself. I think you're going to see a lot more like higher quality of games and like I don't know. It it kind of like it might change like this device. Like I use I play the games when I poop, which is a lot cuz I have IBS. But on a less personal note, it's it helps evolve that gamer from okay, I'm just going to play this, you know, like in the pooper or and it evolves them to you know, hey, I'm gonna play this more often. I'm gonna actually have like a a game that I'm addicted to now. Right. That's not like, rage inducing like hope... Flappy Bird. Right. Like I kind of hope that Nintendo ups the quality or just causes people to up their mobile game because like I the the pancake game, like I didn't pay anything for it, uh, and it's the game loop is like three seconds there's maybe like two art assets no three pieces of art the physics like it wouldn't have been impossible for me to program that in an afternoon you're gonna get very little gameplay out of that right i mean it's fun like i can break it out at parties and be like hey guys let's flip the pancake but that's not like it's not going to be a a, like a a mario or a Mm -hmm. you know it's no super metroid which is an enduring classic that people speed run even today yeah right what do you what do you guys think um about their their strategy as far as mole because i i seriously doubt they intend to drop the 3ds line they just released a new one it's it is the mobile gaming platform right now um, if you don't, if you're not counting phones, right? It's the yeah. the biggest dedicated hardware from a, a game manufacturer. Yeah. So if you have your Mario's and your your Metroid games and, and all of your core games available on the DS, what kind of games do you think they're going to be putting out on on your phone? I think it's going to be introductory games to get you familiar with the characters. Like if if they have mm. some kind of match three game that's themed on on metroid and samus it gets you involved in that storyline and that and the characters involved and then they have a a sister game that comes out in the 3ds so there's a connection there yeah i promote I you hope... to go with their hardware or not only that I hope that's not true uh, not only that like you could also have a game like like the only thing i love about the 3ds is you have a lot more like unique ips like you might see like a game like codename steam or something be on mm-hmm. there or like a lesser version of it. Like you could see lesser IPs. I mean, we're not going to expect like a Mario or a Zelda to be on the iPhone anytime soon. Right. Well, I mm, I disagree. I think you the hardware is already there on that. In terms of hardware and I think finish your point cuz I I'm going to go in a completely different direction. I was just going to say like you you're probably going to see maybe more like lesser named IPs or more unique IPs. I think like maybe like the highest you'll see re- like coming out maybe is like a Phoenix Wright game or something to be like hey if you don't have a 3DS here's Phoenix Wright here's you know something introductory oh. to it but like Phoenix Wright is is out on iOS actually it is yeah I want to try because it, it looks so cool but um, I don't yeah. think not every Phoenix Wright but I believe it's uh, it's on on several okay or some of them are all right Murph your point um so actually I kind of hope that. It doesn't. They don't go the match three. I think. I hope they put out like full IP games, and it's cross buy, or not cross. Maybe not cross buy, but cross release or whatever. And here's why. Like, 
I don't want to brand Nintendo as the kitty brand, but if I'm going to buy someone under, say, 10, a mobile device, it, it's going to be a Nintendo it's DS. A, DS or yeah. 3DS, yep. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, kids are a big part of their market, and kids don't necessarily have cell phones now. And I know people are like, oh, kids and their cell phones and their Snapchats. I mean, most most kids don't have mobile phones. Mm. So I don't I don't I think you're cannibalizing your market a little bit, but I don't think you're cannibalizing it a lot. I think uh, you have to expect that anyone over the age of 14 has a cell phone nowadays. Maybe maybe over 14, but then you're still leaving a lot of money on the table. What kid has from Snapchat? 6 to 13. Huh? What kid has Snapchat? More than you oh, think, Chase. More yeah. than you think. Every all the kids are Snapchatting. I I I just I feel like we're not going to see the next core 2D Zelda title released on a phone. I think we're going to get a bunch of Zelda-themed games that increase the hype for that franchise, and then we're going to get a major release on the DS, because that will drive interest, and it will drive uh, the fans to you know just be more aware of that character and, and that world. And then they'll want the new Shiny, which just happens to be on Nintendo hardware as an exclusive. You know? Hmm. And, I, I and, don't, and, I don't yeah. want that as a consumer. I'd love to play the next Zelda game on my iPhone, but I don't think they're going to do that because if the, all of their big titles are on phones, what's the point of the 3DS now? Yeah, there isn't one. There are yeah. so many well, more iPhones out 3D. there than, than 3DSs. Yeah. I think what might be like I I saw this the other day and it was really cool and I think like you could evolve into that. Um, I went to the movie theater. I went to watch uh, Kingsman. I'll talk about it in a second. Um, That's a good movie. It is. It really is. Uh, I keep hearing that. Um, and Google had a thing, like a little deal with Insurgent, where if you download this app and you put together, it's literally like this cardboard box with two pieces of glass in it, and you slip your phone like in the middle, and you download oh, this app. Google Cardboard. Yeah, it's Google Cardboard, and you put it on your face, and you get immersed into this world. And like I saw a, Kate Winslet, like she's talking to me, and I'm like, "Why didn't you make room for Leonardo DiCaprio?" And she didn't answer that question, of course, because she was recording. But it's a Titanic joke. It's a bad one, but it's still a joke. But it's <laughs> okay. It's the, like the fact that like I'm literally like, immersed in this world. I literally can like look around and see. Oh, like this is an actual room. Like I'm moving 360. Like it's an Oculus Rift, like a very cheap Oculus Rift, but it's still something like that. And so maybe you could see something with Nintendo utilizing that, not with like Google Cardboard, but like the, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a fancy name that Nintendo would give it. Nintendo oh, Cardboard. You, yeah. are, are you saying you think the the new console they announced, the NX, has some sort of 3D uh, VR capability? It could have that. That. Would, be, that would be interesting. I mean, I think the mobile it game could be, could be that, but yeah. It could be what? I mean, it, it, it could be a phone. It could be, but I mean that that but sounds like doesn't doesn't like that. The NX kind of sounds like a phone, doesn't it? It does. It also kind of sounds like the the weird out of the blue misstep Nintendo would make. It doesn't make sense for them to make a phone, in my opinion. I mean, like, like we all know that the Engage failed. Like we tried gaming with phones, Engage failed horribly. And I mean, hold if we're on, gonna go on. off code names, I mean, Dolphin. Yeah, but but. But Nintendo has says that they're going into like the health monitoring mm-hmm. business, which isn't right. that just a what Apple's doing with their iPhone and iWatch combo? Yes, 
So but don't they have some, some fit sort of for that? variable technology? Yeah, but yeah. That's, a, that's a game you play. Yeah, that's yeah. I I, I bet it's, it's some, I bet it's some kind of phone wearable. Hmm. It's or Nintendo tries. It's Nintendo's weird take on a phone. So it's like a it's a thing necklace. that goes over one eye and like a neck. Yeah, and a necklace and a like a sandal, a single <laughs> flip flop you wear. Yeah, it's a triforce that you wear. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or a wristband or a belt buckle or something. Oh yeah. man, I'd wear that. Yeah, yeah I would too. <laughs> I'd get it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's a interesting move for Nintendo. It's a good move in my opinion. I'm just uh, there are a lot of questions as to what they're going to be doing and how they're going to align all their software, you know, in order to not cannibalize their 3DS line as, as much as possible, right? right? Because if every game comes out for 3DS and iOS and Android and all that jazz, your 3DS very quickly becomes unnecessary. It, it becomes a paperweight becomes redundant exactly because there are more phones out there than well, there are 3ds's unless they're just trying to get out of hardware in the entirety so this is just a, a step away from that so yes yeah, as a gradual it, transition it is you're right unless their their long-term plan is slowly fade out the 3ds uh, or, yeah it's interesting mm-hmm. that they would have to then at least consider dropping console as well yeah I, I, I don't think I think consoles are kind of the writing's kind of on the wall. I don't, I don't think consoles are long for this world. I don't. I think maybe one more generation, and then it's all, and, and that's it. Yeah. I, I mean, as so much as I want to say PC Master Race, I don't know about the consoles part. I mean, you could possibly see. I don't know. Granted, it's it's so far ahead right now. I mean, we just had the new generation come out, so we can't say anything yeah, but, yet. But with the, but the new generation one. is already kind of chugging along on games. It's not right. like this hardy machine. Like a, a high-end gaming PC already is way beyond the other ones. Mm-hmm. And the Xbox and, One is slowly moving closer to cross-play and right. universal OS with Windows. Eventually, it is going to be a Windows box, at which point right. it's a Steam, it's a Steam yeah. console, and there is no difference there. And eventually, you just fade out the brand. You know, that's a very real possibility. They will have an Xbox One that is a PC, but it retains the Xbox name. Oh yeah, oh yeah, pretty soon. Y or something, you know. Yeah. But it's essentially a PC, and there's nothing different in the like uh, the Xbox upgradable or something. Make it a marketing thing. Exactly. Who knows? It's 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 a weird move though because the Wii U has done so poorly in comparison to the 3DS. You would think if they were going to drop one of their hardware lines, it would be the console, not the the mobile. Well, right, but the numbers perspective. I mean, just dropping a, the console is easy. You just don't make another one. Yeah. That's what Sega did, also because they got <laughs> but, bankrupt. Yeah, but you, you would think if that was their eventual plan, like we're thinking it is with 3DS, they would then be announcing, we're going to consider developing our software titles for simultaneous release on the PlayStation and Xbox platforms. Mm. It's weird to think of Nintendo as a company that won't make consoles anymore. I feel like it's like I feel like it's something they're still going to keep doing because they want to create the family friendly local multiplayer atmosphere. It's true, but Sony's done. uh, 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 Sega did that. You know, they dropped their consoles. Yeah, haven't seen that in a long time, so it's not Mm -hmm. unprecedented. It would be weird though, I yeah, and I yeah. kind of don't want it to happen. Like, yeah, I'm no business guy, and I don't have any like special insight or anything. But 
Who knows? Nintendo. Maybe Nintendo, Nintendo. Maybe the Nintendo NX is a the burly monster that outpowers Xbox and PlayStation Four. If you, even if you duct tick them together and throw like five Game Cubes on top of each other. I mean, it could, my it mind could hurt. Be, then how do you price that? And then it's not family. I don't friendly. know. It, a million billion dollars. Then the price tag doesn't make sense from a family perspective, which is what Nintendo right. is all about. I it's the only thing that, yeah, it's the only thing that plays Metal Gear Solid 12 or something. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, Nintendo's weird right now. Yeah. Moving along to just some off-topic, random crap. Kingsman was amazing. Murph, mm-hmm. watch that. that. Like that was literally I, a movie I, that like I had a smile on my face the entire time. Mm-hmm. I I keep like I keep hearing from people on my other podcast that yeah it's really good. It the is. Fight scenes are really well choreographed. The characters are likable. This really cool training montage. Yeah. Um, uh, British. Right. The ending's weird. It's British. <laughs> yeah, it's good. All right. Okay. Samuel L. Jackson's in. in it because he's in everything. Yeah, he's he's, yeah, he he's pretty good. I like him in that. I movie. like him too. <laughs> you, you guys, this good talks movie. Right. strange. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That was good. My friend was brought this up, and I watched one episode of this, and it pissed me off because it ruined my childhood. Have you guys watched Power Rangers recently? Like the old, old, like the first episode. Um, no, not really. I can't even hear you, Clegg. I think you can hear me. Yeah, I've not, I've not watched uh, Power Rangers in quite some time. Uh, I did see. Are you going towards that one reboot recently emerged? No, I mean, well, I know that they're they're planning on making a movie, but it's like the fact that I watched like the first like the first season, and my gosh, it is awful. It's like my childhood, it's ruined. Well, you you know, it's not the the first season is just the cuts from another yeah. TV. Yeah, I didn't like, know that, oh. and so it's like, it's literally like, oh, yeah. we're gonna take these American actors, but we're still gonna use. These, um, these tra- costume yeah. people. Because like, my friend Ryan brought this up, and it's like I didn't realize it. Um, the Black Ranger, Zacta was born without a middle finger. The rain, the Black Ranger, you know, fighting has a middle finger. Um, oh. Trini was apparently originally a guy in the Japanese version, and so you see that yellow? the Yellow Ranger, yeah, have a little mm-hmm. bit of something down there, and it's like, ah, oh, let's ah. Oh! So you know, at the time, I didn't realize can't go home that again. Yep. it was cuts from a, a Japanese um, series as well, and I always wondered why the hand motions never aligned with the voices when they were pointing at something, and they were way too, you know, their, their emotes were just yeah. didn't make sense with, with the voices. I mean, ten years later, I realized, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a dub. Yeah, but uh, shattered my world. Yeah. So, if you want to see something really great, in kind of in that vein, mm-hmm. um. You guys like Ninja Turtles, right? Yes. Not the most recent movie, but yes. No, no, no. Like the old animated series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the old like... uh, live-action movies. Right. So you, you like you – know, clearly you like Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Did you know there was a kind of a Japanese-only uh, release of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where uh, they kind of are become Power Rangers – um, was there was there a fifth turtle? Because I watched the series where there was a fifth turtle. No, no. So like for some reason this fairy comes down and like gives the Ninja Turtles like power. Ninja, they're super, super Saiyan 
power armor. Super and Saiyan then, turtles. Okay. But right. then they like they transform into like the the Saint of Turtles. <laughs> okay. And and then meanwhile, a, a dark fairy gives Bebop, Rocksteady, and Shredder like the same kind of armor. Uh-huh. Um, if you there's a there's a uh, there's a I guess a group of guys called Chip and Ironicus, and they have a series where they kind of do an MST3K over like bad anime, bad old cartoons. Mm-hmm. And you can watch it. I would say watch it with their commentary because they're funny. Um, but yeah, it's so it's it's like Ninja Turtles except they also have Power Rangers armor. I mean, sure, why not? That, that that's okay. I'm reading the the comic book from uh, I think it's from oh, Dark, yeah. Dark Horse right now, and it has some weird supernatural shit like that. Got maybe a yeah. It's, it's a now. much different show or thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Clay. Maybe make me out do work for editing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, way to go. No, nope. man, I was doing. You were good doing so good far. too. I don't think you have, you haven't done anything, yeah. or at least I don't think I have. Yeah. No. Um. Also, another thing I, I forgot to mention, PlayStation had a flash sale earlier where oh, yeah. everything like certain games were a buck, and they had Mega Man X4 and X5 on there, and it's like, yes! And so like I immediately bought it, but I was really pissed off to find out I have to have like a minimum of $5 in, my, in the fund, or to add into the funds. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's not $5, at least I have three left over, but still, X4 mm-hmm. and X5, I'm so excited. Yeah, those are good games. I'm I'm a big fan of the Mega Man X series. Yeah, me too. Just in general. I, I Duff McWhale. Duff like what is it I believe it's X five no, it's X six, I believe, that does all the Guns N' Roses um yeah. references. So, so dumb. It like, is what, why would you why would you even do that? I don't know. It's like Hey, you know what teens like? Guns, Guns and roses. roses. Um, Bob, this is actually 2004. I I don't know. Guns and Roses. What was the last CD you've heard? I feel like it was like one of those guys that actually like discovered Appetite for Destruction or something like very 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 oh, late. Uh, they reference. I remember someone says like, oh, uh, they want to reference it to somebody because his favorite band was Guns and Roses, and it's like, who knows? Like I get yeah, that it's I... all about you know. It's like Mega Man's based off of like music and such because of Rockman and Roll and then Rush. I'm assuming because of the band, but it's like mm. that, that's a stretch. Like why, why Guns and Roses and not like anybody else? <laughs> why not anything? <laughs> I know some people. Some people were saying like, oh, um, you know, why why are you hating on them? It's like I feel like they had like they're like good. But it's like of all the bands, I would say it's great. I wouldn't put oh, them. I, it's because the developer was a fan. I, I, I guess it seems it seems so on the. Then nose. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a game and I'm gonna reference Thirty Seconds to Mars and Finger Eleven all over it. Well, you know, as the developer, you're allowed to do that. I am. People to might that. not agree with you, but they they go, can okay. deal with it. They don't have to buy it. Yes. Um. We. <laughs> the difference is everyone bought Mega Man. Yeah. By the way, we actually have questions now. Like people ask us questions on oh, Twitter awesome. and uh, some of the comments down below. You can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker or that underscore game underscore show. Awesome. Um, why theme song? Yeah, so. I should get like a little jingle uh, for it. Letter, letters, letters, letters. Come on, let's rap. <laughs> no, I stopped the rap game a long time ago. <laughs> it knows why. <laughs> um. 
first one comes from Kelly. Why are you guys hating on Jurassic Park 2? That was a good movie. Uh, Verf, you want to take this one? Kelly, um... You see, when life will find... uh, No, it's not a good movie. What's wrong with you? It's... (laughs) I, I'm I'm almost stunned into non-response. Like Jurassic Park one holds up. I we saw that in the theater when it re-released in 3D. Decent movie. Uh, Jurassic Park two is the one where they go to the island and then because the, the kid got lost in the in the parachuting oh, yeah. escapade with All, the other wait, guy. I'm pretty sure it's the third I literally one. just I just said that Jurassic Park. X is the one where they go to the island, didn't I? Yeah, I thought you said too. Yeah, no, they all, everyone is the one where they went to the island. Well, yes, that's yeah. true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you were accurate though. Right, that's they very true. Went to the island. I. It's not a good movie. Like, it's is it the one where the Tyrannosaurus? No, it's not the one where the Tyrannosaurus tip the uh, the trailer over the edge. Right, that's three. I want to say, or that that was that's two. The, Okay. The second yeah. one the is the one is... with the Tyrannosaurus drinking the pool. Okay, that part is cool. Oh, where where, where they where they brought to New York? Yes. Okay, we remember the conversation we had a couple yeah. years ago. I, I think okay, the last part of Jurassic Park Two is good. The the front half, kind of boring. Yeah, I mean, granted, it's been so long. Like I remember, um, one of the family friends was like, "Are you sure you're ready for it?" Tyrannosaurus rips a guy apart at a porta potty. Yeah. I might be ready for it. You know, you know what we could do to entertain and and better answer this question. We could all watch it and record our responses and how ridiculous and we find the movie and exactly where we say this this part right here is why this movie is dumb. You know, I'm always up for a bad movie, so I you know what I'll I'll try and find between this weekend I in between my Bloodborne ing I'll try and watch some Tyrannosaurus. All right. Rex Chomp. Is it on Netflix? Let me check. I don't know. I was really disappointed uh, to find out a lot on. of Jason Statham movies weren't on Netflix anymore. Tried to go on a Jason I mean, Statham I mean, I have the DVD. Like, it's not right like it's, okay. it's hard to um, <laughs> Another one. Why does Chase have such a stiffy for Payday 2? Because that's so much fun. No. I really love it. I There's something to be said for just a good, tight multiplayer shooter. Yeah. I just I really enjoy it, especially like with the company. And also I interviewed the composer, so they're nice people already. Um, finally, Chris asks, when are you and Murph gonna have that debate about Gone Home? Uh, I feel like we should kind I of like Bloodborne to do. I feel like we should like go full on like Pacquiao Mayweather and just like dodge it for like a very long time, and then I guess in the oh, final yeah. episode, either in the final episode or my ultimate mashup episode, where I I'm trying to get other podcasts onto the show like Johnny Boy from Gamer Nation Radio and maybe people from Player 3 we're still working on it because you know you get kidnapped by the government and Clegg he's he's Clegg so I need backup plans dang it but um Um, so I kind of want to play it again before I I really it's been a while it's probably been about a year since I've played it so if, if we if we schedule a time I will make time to talk about Gone Home. I mean, it's not hard to schedule um, time for it. It's an hour long. Yeah, but... It's like, uh, hold on. Yeah. L- let's take a break. I'm going to go beat the Stanley Parable real quick, and then we're going to come back. <laughs> I think I think really what the thing about the the, the core of this debate is going to be why I like Dreeps and why Chase thinks it's a dumb oh idea. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's... I think what upsets me more is, like, why have we not thought of this? 
Oh, you just remind. I just reminded me. I just finished downloading it. Nice. Yeah, start that up. Dream. There we go. <laughs> I might as well have call this episode the podcast you listen to while you sleep, because that's what uh-huh. it practically is. Uh... Oh my gosh. Uh, anything else you guys want to bring up? Anything that we, that's happened? It starts with a rise, hero. I will tomorrow morning when my alarm goes off. It's a little on the nose there. I like it. Sorry. Go ahead. Anything you want to mention no. at all? Anything? Anything special uh, has happened to you guys? Play Bloodborne. It's gonna be good. I'm waiting for Bloodborne to suck, and you'd be like, no, it's I prefer late. Destiny over Bloodborne. Oh, it's in my blood. Ugh. I got the blood. It's in my bones. Ew. Oh, man. We just got dark on that one. All right. Guys, thank you very much for joining us today, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us via Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Podcast Garden, TuneIn. Thank you for making us a part of your day. You can follow us on Twitter at J- at, at JSpunker. Ah, can I not talk? Great. St. Patrick's is still kicking in. At Chase Bunker or that underscore game underscore show. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash that new show show. Um, let's see, check out our other previous episodes. Also, I just interviewed Greg Kasavin the other day. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun because I felt like I was back, like I was on GameSpot and like him and I were talking because we had like a nice debate about longevity versus value. So him and I had like a good debate on that. Also, he played, he made Transistor and Bastion. Such good games. Oh my gosh. They're good. I, the reason I haven't played finished Transition is really just more to do with me than with Transistor. Yeah. They're a lot of fun, so definitely play them. Clay, get on that. All right? Get on that train. I, I haven't played either one of them. I know. So I don't get know. on that train. We're going to make a requirement soon. Um, okay. Other than that, make sure you check out other episodes that are going to be highlighted where Murph and Clay are at. What episode do you want to be, Murph? Pick, an ep- pick a number, 1 through 19. Uh, 17. All right, you're episode 17. Clegg, what episode are you? Uh, seven. Okay, cool. Seven. You're episode seven. All right, and I will be the interview guy. So watch my interview with Craig Kazavin. Thank you guys very much for watching, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. With a much more organized outro.